Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rampant Mumblings and you might hear that things have changed just a little bit. Yes, it's finally all come together and I've got the rig set up that I've been trying to get going for the last couple of months and to do that I need to say some thank you. So in no particular order I'd like to start off the show by thanking the following people. For the microphone recommendation, Mr. Carl Marden and Mr. Russ Cluett at SF Drummer for the Shure SM58. The dual Firewire audio interface was kindly donated, oh my word, way, way back when I was on the Mac Review cast from Mr. Stephen Beyer. The Firewire 400-800 cable that had been perplexing me for ages because somehow I kept buying the wrong blinking one. Thank you, Amazon, for the weird pictures on that one. Thank you very much to Mr. Matt Barton for the Mac and Forth show. The Thunderbolt to Ethernet connector, because it appears that I fried my Ethernet port of last year when there was a massive lightning strike. So, firsthand, I can heartily recommend that you get one of those voltage uh, regulator surge protector things that you can get. Same board. Thank you once again to a good friend on that one. He knows who he is, but a special mention needs to go to the chap who helped me set up Audio Hijack Pro, helped me set up Soundboard, taught me how to do basic podcasting editing with Audacity, so Mr. Carl Madden. So for everyone who's been involved, thank you very, very much. So, on with the show. So because I'm doing this on a completely new setup, I'm still trying to work out how to get the microphone set up. And it's very, very weird being this up close and personal to the microphone that I did use to use. And this will be in the show notes, hopefully the Samsung, not Samsung, Meteor mic, which is great. But it's uber, uber sensitive and it picked up everything around me. Now, I can't see the difference in microphones, but the good thing is, is that if I go back here, I can breathe inwards and I don't actually have to mute my microphone, which seems to be tripping me up all the time when I'm doing a podcast, especially on the Mac and Forth show. So hopefully that's going to be all resolved now. So recapping. Now, if you've listened to the show, you know that I've had a Fitbit and I've griped and I've griped about it. And a couple of people on Twitter have come to the rescue with some recommendations on how to make the Fitbit experience more I'm not going to say pleasurable, let's say, let's go with bearable, because as just in case you haven't uh, listened before, if you drive your car or you're riding out on your bike or something like that, every time your wrist jangles, it counts as a step. So you can kind of like, if you remember we Boxing, where you had the people like me, who try and box properly, and then you just get the other types of people that just wave their arms around flailing and you would get decked on the floor every time when it's the same sort of principle. So on the Twitter, at Clive underscore Hammett, H-A-M-M-E-T-T, recommended something called DriveBit, and it's by UnoWire UG. And it says, does your Fitbit tracker have a deluxe car trips as steps? This can be annoying since it messes up your step count. Yes, damn right it does. Enter DriveBit, and that that takes the house line of keeping your car... An app that takes the hassle out of keeping your step count accurate. Once in the car, simply tap start to begin and stop to automatically log these things. So, 
It's 79p in the App Store. There is a free version. I'm going to give that one a try. Now, there was another chap who may have been on Twitter, may have been on Google+. I've been looking and looking and looking the last few days. So I know you listen to the show. Please drop me a Twitter so I can give you the mention who mentioned Sync Solver because my second problem with Fitbit is that it silos its data, meaning that if I'm flipping backwards and forwards between fitness devices for reviewing purposes, I always like stuff in one place. But Fitbit have been steadfast in their refusal to do anything with regarding the Apple Health app. So enter Sync Solver, also available on the App Store, which will automatically sync your steps on your Runkeeper, not your Runkeeper, your Fitbit, into Apple Health. So while we're staying on the sort of fitness sort of theme... terms and conditions and it makes it a little bit interesting and a little bit um almost google-esque i would say in the way that they're going to be tracking your data so what have we got here to deal with so this article comes courtesy of forbes and it's thanks to at don McAllister for posting on his twitter which then i thought wow this is worthy of talking about so the differences are in the terms and conditions. Section 3.3, information stored on your mobile device. With your permission, we may collect information stored on your mobile device, such as contacts, photos, or media files. Local law may require that you seek the consent of your contacts provide their personal information to Spotify, which may use that information for purposes specified in this privacy policy. Spotify, you're supposed to just play me music. Why are you wanting to know my contacts? Anyway. Section 3.4, location and sensor information. Depending on the type of device that you use to interact with the service and your settings, we may also collect information about your location based on, for example, your phone's GPS location or other forms of locating mobile devices, e.g. Bluetooth. We may collect sensor data, i.e. data about the speed of your movements, such as whether you are running, walking or in transit. Well, hmm... Okay, if it makes Spotify running actually usable, I might give that one away. However, I would like a guarantee to say that we would keep your data safe. And if they've got all this data about me, I want to have, what's it called now, um, assurances. I want to have a way of complaining. I especially want a way of being telling them that, okay, I've deleted the app from my phone. I've closed my account. Delete everything you have about me. Right, let's go on to the next one. Section 3.8, Spotify service providers and partners. We may also receive information about you from our service providers and partners, which we use to personalize your Spotify experience to measure ad quality responses and responses to ads and to display ads that are more likely to be relevant to you. So it sounds like Spotify are going to be getting more into the advert game than we would first imagine kind of puts apple music into perspective there it's on how much you value your you know, your privacy now i'm not saying that apple is perfect but they do seem to put across a very very big message that your data your information is yours your movements are yours alone but if you choose to share it that's up to you but that's definitely not what apple are in the game for but the most interesting one comes right at the end in the section 5.2.1 called marketing and advertising we may share information with advertising partners in order to send you promotional communications about spotify or to show you more tailored content including relevant advertising for your products services that may be of interest to you and to understand how users interact with advertisements this information we share is 
de-identified format in a de-identified format sorry for example though we may use the through the use of hashing this does not personally identify you anyone upset by these privacy changes can compl send complaints to privacy at spotify.com so they're going to have so one hand they want to know how fast i'm moving and where i'm going to be moving to so they can track me that way but on the other hand they're saying oh but it seems to be a lesser offense to track you via advertising than knowing where you are and how fast you're moving so i don't know spotify mm, well one thing I've learned is, yes, obviously they need to get money and obviously they are going to start selling out adverts because venture funding and capitalist funding is only going to last so long. And I, I think anyone would have to imagine that Apple Music has taken a chunk out of their revenue. But I'm not quite sure that I'm happy with these changes coming in or it wouldn't be so bad if they sort of said, right, we have all these new features. Now, you do need to be aware of this to say, like, for example, Spotify running, if it gets upgraded now based on actual movement instead of counting the number of jiggles it does in your hand, it, just to give an, uh, an idea here, when you use Spotify running, you press the start running button. And obviously, it takes a bit of time for you to, you know, put, it, put your device away or put it into your backpack or put it back into your bike. Those movements count as the pace. So by the time you've actually put the blinking thing away, it's saying, ah, oh, right, you're running at 190 beats per minute. But I'm thinking, well, no, I've only got the starting, so it's flawed. So if they were up front and said, right, if you want to use this service or do this or do that, this is what it's going to cost you, then I would be a lot, lot more happy with that instead of, right, we reserve the right to change the terms and conditions whenever we like. And it's like, ah, yeah. Why can't I complain? But yeah, why, why can't I change the terms and conditions on them? Just say, no, let me use the app. I want just to use these features and don't track me. But that's a whole, whole different rant and if you do want to try a different uh, listening service i can actually heartily recommend deezer now it's one of those ones that isn't sort of um talked about too often it doesn't have all the press or the array or hoo-ha because whenever you talk about streaming music you all you hear is spotify or apple music or rdio deezer barely gets a mention but i've got it in for review thank you very much um to the people that have sent me that and i'm reviewing deezer elite so you know how neil uh, neil young was saying that our oh, streaming sound is the worst ever and it's the worst format has ever been invented says the man who was around in the eight track cassette era well deezer is going to be streaming at 1.4 kilobits kilobits or kilobytes kilobits i think a hey, 1.4 meg per second so it's above cd quality and i've got a sonos one to play with and i'm loving it i thought that the music quality coming from the sonos was a bit poor it turns out that having hay fever and a bit of a cold doesn't really make for good reviewing especially when listening to audio devices but anyway i digress Sticking again with music and fitness, and this probably will be the subject of the next few casts, as I realise I've only got 22 days now to train for a half marathon. So I've been trying any and all fitness apps just as a bit of an excuse to A, test out fitness apps and features, and B, try and chain for a half marathon. Quite why I've decided to enter a half marathon is one thing, but why I had to enter one based all the way up in Newcastle 
I will never know. So, Runkeeper have launched Runkeeper DJ, which is an upgrade, which is a paid for upgrade. If you're, it's not a paid for upgrade. It's a part of the upgrade if you go from Runkeeper Normal to Runkeeper Pro, which is now called Runkeeper Go. What it does, it looks at your music, looks at um, you set a sort of pace and the sort of time you want to go for, and it mixes all your music together and produces a playlist, which is brilliant unless you don't have any music on your phone or you only, like me, have two tracks actually downloaded onto your phone and you just get them repeated over and over. So I'm going to have to do the thing. I'm actually downloading my music locally because it won't work with Apple Music. So once I've done that, I'll come back and we'll see what it, see what it's like and how well it's performed. And I've been promising to do this for the last couple of weeks, so let's crack on with it now. Let's go on to the feedback. Yes, we've had feedback for the show. So all those weeks I've been saying to people, please, please, please leave feedback. I didn't know that they had because the common cast bit of software that I was using wasn't working. Well, and then it did work, but then it only showed me people in the UK. So let's go on to the feedback. Is it all via iTunes? The first bit of feedback is from Lazy Bonsai from the US of A on July the 22nd. Really interesting fellow with very strong opinions. Love to listen to his reviews the most, and since he's quite good at breaking down products into the essential elements and providing logical reasoning as to why a product succeeds or fails. Would love to hear more reviews as part of the rampant mumblings. Well, Lazy Bonsai, you're going to get your wish. This week, I've been reviewing, reviewing, reviewing. I haven't actually got anything finished, but when I do, it will be on here, and it will also be on the rather excellent latched application as well. The second bit of feedback is from New Watch owner from the usa also on itunes from july the 27th 2015 a voice i enjoy listening to hope he continues to make more thank you very very much for the feedback and as always you can leave feedback on itunes via twitter at ocean speed or if you want to get in touch with me you can do via essentialmac.co.uk so i think that's going to about cover it for this episode like i say this is pretty much more of a trial recording to see how things are going to sound and i'm just trying a few other techniques of editing in audacity so like i said you can get in touch with me at ocean speed i've just finished re-watching the dragon dictate 5 press event Yes, it was shocking. If you want to hear my full sort of synopsis on there or five minutes of synopsis about how bad and how not to do a presentation, you can listen over on Latched, but I will do a recording on the Rampant Mumblings. Latched is a social podcasting app. I know you keep hearing me mention it, but it's a really interesting mechanism to have a back and forth conversation where you get to sort of record a podcast and then listen to what people say so you don't get all that sort of um, emotiveless conversation that you get on the forum. So. That, I think, concludes it for today. As always, you can get me on the Twitter at OceanSpeed via EssentialMac.co.uk and on Google+. Plus. You can find me there lurking around in the Mac and Forth community and also on the Facebook. So until then, thank you very much for listening. If this is your first time listening, hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you're a regular listener, thank you very much for tuning in again. Take care, everyone. Ta-da.